Welcome to the Technology Lab, presented by CPA Practice Advisor, with your hosts, Randy Johnston and Brian Tankersley. I'm Randy Johnston, along with Brian Tankersley. Brian, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, my name is Brian Tankersley. I've been in the profession since the early 90s, have been doing accounting technology since the late 90s on a professional basis. I've written a few hundred product reviews and I've spoken in 48 states talking about accounting technology to CPAs. And I am from Hutchinson, Kansas. I am so pleased to spend time with you today. I have been on the top 100 list since 2004, the top 25 list since 2011. I love to spend time in technology and with my family as well. I'm fortunate enough to have founded Network Management Group, which is a managed service provider providing services from Boston to Honolulu. And my K2 business is how I met Brian, and it is how we've probably met many of you producing CPE and PD in the U.S. and Canada. We're so pleased to spend time with you on today's Technology Lab. Welcome to the Technology Lab. I'm host Randy Johnston with my friend and co-presenter and associate Brian Tankersley out of Knoxville, Tennessee. And as it turns out, we want to talk to you today about something that it seems like everybody's talking about. We are going to try to put this on with a filter of reasonableness and with accounting professional background. The topic is Chat GPT. Now, this particular tool, which has been released by the OpenAI company, is uh, available in a couple of versions. The three-point version, or the three version, was released on November 30th. The four version was initially released on March 14th and updated on March 23rd and is getting updates on a pretty regular basis. The four version is more powerful than the three version, but both the Chad GPT models have cutoffs in September of 2021 as of the, the day that we're recording this podcast. Now, as it turns out, that not knowing things about the current environment is sometimes a problem, but the Chad GPT tool is stunning, is the best words that I could use on it. Personally, I've used it for lots of different things. We'll talk about the ways that you can use this for your personal life, the way you can use it for your professional life, and we couldn't possibly cover all the concepts in this short podcast, but we wanted to get you started. So this is why we're going to call this session Introducing Chat GPT. So I've given you a little bit of background, but Brian, what would you like our listeners to know about Chat GPT? Well, this is the thing that all my lazy friends in college that didn't want to do the work always dreamed of. I mean, you can literally go in here and say, you can put stuff in here and you can say things like write a 500 word paper on the rise and fall of the Roman empire. And it will go through and actually create 500 words or thereabouts. Now, uh, the interesting part about it is that it is very knowledgeable in many areas. Okay. So, uh, for example, I've used chat GPT to actually write some Python code. And so I've said, write a Python script to to retrieve this data from the QuickBooks, a QuickBooks online API, and it writes the script. Now I never executed it and debugged it to see if it actually worked. I was just blown away that it did it and uh, it looked like it would work, but you know, again, I'm, I'm not a professional programmer and, but it was pretty amazing. 
Yeah. Um, so, Brian, you know, to your points so far, and I want to keep toning this because you're doing exactly what I wanted to do with our listeners today, talk about the accounting applications. But yes, the programming capabilities with Python and all sorts of other programming languages is stunning. But, and, and you were using it to extract data from QuickBooks. I actually have used it to document a QuickBooks online closed month end process. It was absolutely stunning and correct because it did everything in far greater detail than I would have documented it personally. And I get the whole thing done in, you know, less than two minutes. But, you know, for your lazy college friends, one of the things that I have been experimenting with in the past week before our recording today was trying to get ChatGPT to write in my style. And what I've learned is if I submit it a sample of my writing and say, you know, I would like you to write an article in the style of Randy Johnston, and here's a sample of my writing, and the topic is, and I want it to be a thousand words long, I'm going to tell you, I've been writing columns for 20 years, and I have had it write a thousand word columns for me in a matter of five or six minutes. Now, just for the record, I have not published any columns that I've had ChatGPT write, but I'm looking at it saying, you know, this might be better than I would have written if I was writing it myself from scratch. That That's interesting to me because I am better at editing text than I am at creating it. ChatGPT may give me the opportunity to create a lot more work, uh, you know, a lot more, a lot more output as far as documentation and things like that, than I maybe normally would. Brian, you're right in the zone, man, because what I'm thinking on this is for professionals like you who really are thoughtful and you can look at the code and know it's good, or, or tax code or, you know, accounting regulations and know it's right or wrong, you can say, I want to know about data privacy or I want to know about the IRS regulation 4557, blah, blah, blah. And then you can edit it quickly. And, you know, I, I don't mind disclosing, I was asked to write something about quantum computing and I generated an outline on quantum computing that was frankly exceptionally good. And I did the whole thing in about four to five minutes. So we don't think this is going to replace accounts. We have some professionals who are trying to get tax returns to be prepared by chat GPT and going through models to do that. Can that happen over time? Possibly, but chat GPT is a text processor, not a numeric processor. So we're going to talk in other sessions how this all works. So I'm sorry to step over the top of you there, Brian, but I'm just so doggone excited about this because I can see that for professionals that I consider to have high skills, this is going to give them leverage like they've never had before. And you can teach your chat GPT assistant just like you would in a conversation with a, a senior or a staff or a manager say, no, that's not quite what I want. I mean, and chat GPT will fix that as well. So during the time you were going on that rant in ChatGPT, I've had it write 400 words on IRS business mileage substantiation requirements, okay? So that's the speed at which this can occur. Now, uh, the thing that came out, it looks generally accurate, okay? But it doesn't footnote anything in here. 
And that's one of the things that I think is a downside of chat GPT is that you, it's, it's just generating stuff and you're supposed to just believe it. But you know, Brian, what I've actually said, uh, and begin learning, because again, there's so much all of us have to learn on this tool. I've actually been saying, you know, write a text with this and include the source sightings or include the original source sighting. And, uh, you know, at the risk of doing something that you and you know, I hate doing, you know, I hate this with a passion for courses for NASBA compliance, we have to write review questions. And what I've learned to do is ask ChatGPT to write review questions based on course learning objectives and ask it to identify both the correct answer and the objective that it's writing it for. And I got to tell you, I've written hundreds of these types of questions over the last six or eight weeks in this style, and I've only fixed two of them. The rest of them were good enough that I just said, hmm, I guess that's, I couldn't do much better myself. In fact, my wife looked over my shoulder on some of this stuff and she said, wow, that's amazing. So I know while I've been talking again, Brian just redid that same thing with the sightings and... Sites, uh, IRS Pub 463 and uh, Topic 510, Business Use of Car, as well as an article from thebalance.com on mileage deduction requirements, which brings up an interesting thing here. I think you're almost going to have to run this stuff, you know, if you did use it, I think you not only have to check it yourself, but I think you also have to run it through something like a, uh, like an editing tool to actually go in and make sure that you're not plagiarizing somewhere. Yes, and in fact, this whole issue about plagiarism is is hot topic because I'm watching all the discussions on this. Is this original text or is it plagiarized and so forth? And of course, we already have, as we'll talk in another technology lab on the image generators like Dali, that Giddy is actually doing a lawsuit pursuing an image which was picked up by Dali and modified. And I think the same thing will happen here in text, although others are saying it's original generation. And if you tune the tool up by saying, write it in Brian's style or write it in Randy's style or write it in the firm's style, it'll actually write it that way. I've also used it to write social media posts. Uh, I've used it to write marketing promotions and so forth based on what I thought had to happen. And of course, there are a variety. In fact, I checked about 30 different AI content detectors. So the most popular of those is GPT-0 to determine that something was written by artificial intelligence. But I've actually written things with chat GPT version 4, used the best detector, GPT-0. And remember, there's about 30 of these. And it actually couldn't detect that I was using AI-generated text. Now, I think in your case, uh, Brian, where I think you're running on ChatGPT3 for your example, it may absolutely uh, be able to get that detected. But again, I don't want to go too far off on this, but you can also see, like in this case, that it detected just a tiny bit of the text as being AI-generated, and the rest of it wasn't. So. You know, again, I don't want to go too far in too many different directions. And notice that some of my sentences 
it specifically refers to, uh, it says it looks like it came from somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. It names the source. Yeah, so that part is actually good that it figured that out. But again, all of these bloody tools are going to get better. The key here is, for the moment, you can just about dream or perceive of anything and throw it at ChatGPT right now. And I prefer to use the ChatGPT4 engine myself, but let me just atone that. You're actually the one, Brian, that said, you know, Perhaps you should use the paid version instead of just the free version. And I said, you know what? You're right. At $20 per month to be on the paid version, it's absolutely worth it. Now, as of the day of our recording, you can only get 25 chat GPT-4 requests done in a three-hour period. So, you know, there's, a, there's some restriction, but we get higher performance access to the system. And... In January of 2023 alone, there were 100 million new subscribers on ChatGPT. I don't know what the current numbers are. It's got to be pretty big. But I can tell you that uh, having used the paid version, I'm quite impressed with what I've found out. Now, this is probably too much information, but you, you know that and our listeners will know it a little bit. I have family members that have some oddity in their health. And I have used the chat GPT to do detective work that the physicians would normally do. And I got to tell you, it is absolutely outplaying the best of the physicians we have access to. It's suggesting tests and what should be done, including next generation genetic testing and so forth. It's pretty stunning when you can realize this is 2021 and before. And already we know that Chad GPT has passed the bar exam and passed the uh, medical exams as a physician. So it's got some pretty interesting capabilities. Now, as of this recording, I don't know. I've not seen a report of this passing the CPA exam. But, hey, if it can pass the bar and pass medical exams, I would hope it might be able to do that. You know, I think some of the earmark guys have actually tried some of that. ChatGPT is a very interesting tool. However, it makes things up out of whole cloth. Okay, and we'll talk about yeah. this in a little more, a little more detail in other podcast. But just as an example, I had to write bios for Randy and me. In those bios, it said that I had an MBA. It said that I had gone to universities that I've never set foot in. It said that I was a professor at a university I've never set foot in. And it said Randy was the founder and CEO of a, um, of a private business that he's never heard of. Yeah, it's absolutely, you are correct that we are going to have a separate technology lab on some of these attributes. That one, by the way, is called hallucinating. But, you know, bottom line here, friends, is if you have an accounting-related concern, you can use ChatGPT to do some initial discovery. And I think uh, you will appreciate that Brian and I have written a lot of brand new CPE materials from scratch this year. And the background that ChatGPT has given me has in many cases changed my approach or writing on a topic area. Because it's like, hmm, I just hadn't thought about that. 
But I, as you have said, Brian, I don't want people to pick this up and use it blindly because at times it just gets things wrong. Now, a course that you've written in the past, and we've been talking about tech stacks, and we have a lot of, of sessions on the technology lab about lots of tools in your tech stacks. I actually ask it to discover add-ons for QuickBooks and Xero and Zoho Books and other systems. And I was amazed at the tools that it pulled out of air that you and I have both gone through that session over and over again through the years, but it pulled new tools I'd never seen or was aware of. And it's like, how did I miss that tool? And I researched it. And in fact, it was good. But remember, friends, today, chat GPT is largely backwards looking September 2021 and before, except in Microsoft Bing. And we'll have a separate technology lab to talk about the Microsoft technologies for AI. So, Brian, uh, you know, I know our time is, is short here. Any closing thoughts on chat GPT? No, it, I think it creates things on an interesting basis, but I think you also have to edit it and look at it very carefully because it makes stuff up. Understood on that. So we wanted to get you started and we know it's a hot topic, but if you have been in the thick of tax season, if you've been a tax practitioner, this did surface last December, December of 2022 but it's become very, very hot in the early part of 2023. There's going to be lots of claims made by all sorts of people that probably overstate the capability. But I got to tell you, if you haven't played with it, it is hard to picture just how powerful this tool can be and what a big lever it can be for your accounting expertise. We'll talk to you in another technology lab. You have a good day. Thank you for sharing your time with us. We'll be back next week with a new edition of the Technology Lab, brought to you by CPA Practice Advisor.